The podcast you're listening to introduces the concept of facial beauty. It looks at why we think some faces are more attractive than others. Brought to you by MissBeam.com. We see a certain face and without knowing why, our hearts begin to beat faster. We may even start to feel nervous and begin to sweat. Our eyes blink more rapidly because we want a better look. What's going on here? Our body is responding to a face that our brain automatically has judged to be attractive. You might think that the idea of facial attractiveness is a relatively new phenomenon reflected by our growing obsession with cosmetics and celebrity. In fact, the origins of facial beauty appear to lie in the biological necessity to survive and successfully reproduce. What we now call beauty was originally our way of determining who was a potential mate. With limited food resources and ever-present dangers, it was important for our earliest ancestors to choose a mate who would not only pass on successful genes to future generations, but also survive childbirth and live long enough to be able to provide for the family. The face conveys information about age, health, and fertility, and the better the signals, the more attractive a person was to potential mates. Research shows that our primitive ancestors focused on the skin because it is a reliable indicator of a strong immune system. In addition, the jaw, lips, and eyes signal information about hormone levels. In women, for example, lips that have a full shape indicate positive estrogen levels and good blood circulation. Symmetrical faces, faces that are similar in shape on each side, also were perceived to be a sign of good health and thus more attractive. It's reasonable to think that our feeling about facial beauty also would be influenced by our culture, gender, and age. After all, these factors affect everything from music we prefer, to the clothes we wear, to the food we eat. However, research by Gillian Rhodes at the University of Western Australia has found that we were born with preferences for certain face types. In fact, numerous studies have reported that babies prefer to look at attractive faces. This suggests that culture has a very limited effect on what we judge to be a beautiful face. According to Judith Langlois at the University of Texas, not only do different cultures share similar views on facial attractiveness, but men and women from different cultures also have similar facial preferences, and people from different cultures of all ages are attracted to similar beautiful faces. The evidence suggests that we are genetically wired to consider certain characteristics more attractive than others. A woman's face should be symmetrical with clear skin, a small chin and nose, a narrow jaw and slim eyebrows, but full, well-defined lips and cheeks and large eyes. An attractive male face also should exhibit many of these features. However, before we all rush to find the nearest plastic surgeon to have our chins tucked, noses reduced and eyes widened, we should consider that a growing number of studies are beginning to show that physical features can be of secondary importance. Researchers at the University of Aberdeen in Scotland have discovered that women found men who were being smiled at by other women to be more attractive, despite the fact that men lacked the typical characteristics of an attractive face. The opposite was true for men. At UCLA, study of art in galleries has found that portraits that emphasize the right side of the face are judged by viewers to be more attractive. Again, this was despite a lack of typical facial beauty characteristics. 
Also, there is ample evidence indicating that some of the most celebrated female faces do not fit a standard pattern of beauty, such as those of many professional models. Instead, their unique facial features are what cause them to stand out from the crowd. Regardless of how beauty is defined, its rewards extend beyond just finding a mate. Attractive people tend to earn superior salaries, are perceived as being friendlier, and even get smaller fines and lighter prison sentences. In short, we don't appear to have moved on very far from our earliest ancestors. So, if we cannot do anything to change our genetics, maybe it is time to evolve our behavior instead. Since most of us don't need to worry about limited resources and ever-present dangers anymore, perhaps we should ally ourselves with people based on what they do rather than on how they look.